welcome to the Elemental Entrepreneurship Podcast, where we discuss the earth, air, fire, water, and spirit elements of building a thriving, successful, creative business and life. I'm your host, Sarah, and I am here with our Sagittarius season reading for the collective, and I'm really excited. I'm so excited for some fire energy, personally. I feel like I did our Scorpio uh, reading like six months ago. This water season was intense for me and for a lot of people around me, and so I'm just ready for a little like fun, chaotic Sag energy, a little fire, uh, never hurt nobody. So I'm going to get into these cards, but real quick before I do, just a couple of quick plugs up top. Uh, it's also Black Friday week, and I have two offers that I want to tell you about. The first is the Master Moon Collective workbook. So Master Moon Collective is closing its doors, but the journal that Master Moon members have always gotten is now available for everyone. The book will drop on Friday. So if you're not on the wait list to get your copy, the book is called the 2023 Master Moon Playbook, a guided journal for magical growth. And it has journal prompts and tarot spreads for every new and full moon. It has goal setting. It has some fun coloring book activity pages. It's a really cool book. I'm very excited for everyone to get them. So that's going to be available for everybody on Friday and you can click the link in my bio to get on the wait list for that. The other thing that I want you to know is that if you want to work with me one-on-one for all of 2023, I have one spot left for best year yet, my one-on-one coaching and mentorship offering for 2023. And 11.30, the 30th, is the last day that you can take advantage of the November deals, which is that you can get a 14-month payment plan and you can get a bonus month free. We will start in December instead of starting in January. So if you want all the details for that, you can just hit reply to this uh, with best year yet. If you're listening to this on the podcast, all these links will be in the show notes. I would love to get all of these things into your hands. If you want to work together for all of next year, I would love to help you bring your projects to life. So Without further ado, I'm going to hop into these cards. If you see me looking this way, it's because I have notes. Uh, So I'm going to start at the top with what's happening. If you're new to these readings, just so you know, we do the same six question spread every single time. And these have been pre-shuffled and um, I don't pull them, but I shuffle until they jump out of the deck. And um, then I take notes just to make sure that I'm not too all over the place. I'll still be a little all over the place. So we start with what's going on right now, what's happening. And the card that we got is be the hunter, not the hunted. What this card is about is feeling like you are at the beck and call of circumstances, situations, relationships in your life. Everything's outside of your control and taking up all your time. And you're feeling like, oh, I can't do what I really want to do. I can't focus on the things I really want to focus on because I have to do all this other stuff for other people. And my attention is being pulled away from what I really want. And I can't focus on my own journey, my own self-expression, my own projects, because all these other people, all these other demands, Life won't let me, basically. You are not really feeling in control of your time. 
You're feeling roped in to supporting other people and feeling like you're doing all of your work for other people, whether that's your family, your day job, side hustle, scrambling to bring in cash, whatever it is, you just feel like you're being pulled away from doing what you really want to do so that you can do shit you don't really want to do that's really for other people. This card points out that there's a difference between healthy giving in relationships and ignoring your soul work out of misplaced guilt, shame, unworthiness, believing that other people's needs are more important than yours. Um, None of that is compromised. That's neglecting yourself. Also, sometimes we can kind of make other people the scapegoat for us not stepping into our own power. So really, we're scared, but we're like, oh, I can't because these other people won't let me. Um, And maybe that's not fair to them. And maybe like the people in your life, I think about this sometimes, like, Maybe the people in your life would be really hurt to find out that you're scapegoating them and that you're saying yes to them instead of saying yes to yourself. And that's really an unfair thing to put on other people. So if that's actually coming from you, you're you're using them as an excuse. Check in with that because that's actually like kind of unfair. Um, If these other people are throwing fits or tantrums, or they're trying to manipulate you. They try to guilt you when you say, hey, I have to go work on my own thing. And they're trying to demand that you spend time with them or do work for them instead of work on your own stuff. This card tells you you need to see through that situation to the truth, which is that you can't change them. You can just change how you respond to those behaviors. The other thing to take into account is that they might not be manipulating you at all. They may just be asking because they're so used to you saying yes all the time and you usually just like ditch yourself and do whatever is asked of you, even if you feel resentful later. So it's not that they're actually manipulating you. It's that you just say yes and they're used to asking, right? So if they are manipulating you, if they are throwing fits, you can't change them, but you can change your response to them. Um, If you're just self-abandoning, it's time to get more intentional about where you're putting your time and your energy. You are capable of changing these old patterns and responding differently to create better relationships. You don't have to give in to everyone else's requests or demands on your time. You don't have to give in to other people's fits or manipulations. You also don't want to scapegoat the people in your life and secretly make them the reason that you're not going after what you want. That's not fair. You can become more still, more intentional, right? So if you're a fire dominant entrepreneur, I am. Sometimes there's so much going on that we're just like working, 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 working. We're not being very intentional with our yeses and our noes. And we need to practice all the time, slowing down and feeling our feelings. Slow down so that you have a little bit more time to process requests and really evaluate them through the lens of your own inner wisdom, your intuition, your uh, divine guidance. Like take your time. If somebody says, hey, can you do this for me? Sit with your answers for longer. Even if they're putting urgency on you, even if they're saying there's a deadline, like if they can't wait an hour for you to let them know, then like let them go ask someone else. But like take your time and feel into first relaxation, feel into your own truth and make sure that your yeses and your nos are only coming from an empowered place where you're prioritizing your own projects, your own goals, your own journey, what you're here to do. 
Stop saying yes to things that take you away from prioritizing your real priorities. Or, and I'm just going to say this for contrast, let it land in your body. Get honest and admit that the thing you keep saying you want so bad isn't really a priority to you and you don't want it and stop being resentful of other people. That may not be the case and I kind of don't think it is with my people, but I want you to feel the contrast of that. If I said, just admit it's not really a priority to you and something inside you went, wait, but it is, then pay attention to that. If I said, just get honest about the fact that it's not really a priority to you and you went, oh, it's, it's not. And I'm, I'm used to saying that I want this thing, but I actually really don't deep down. I don't really want it. And that's why I'm not giving my focus to it. Get honest about that with yourself too. But either way, you need some more honesty, some more clarity, some more intentionality. The more honest you can be in your responses to other people without needing to be aggressive or apologetic, right? We don't need to fight them. We don't need to say we're sorry. We just need to be honest and clear with them and with ourselves. And then we can release ourselves and them from these unhealthy patterns and start to carve a new course in our life. And this is about trusting yourself and trusting what you really want and what you really feel. What's going on right now is that you need to start prioritizing yourself. You need to be a driver, not a bumper car. No one is making you. No one's making you. No one's making you do these things you don't want to do. You just have to like take the wheel of your own life. Stop using the excuse that other people are making you do things and start making your own decisions, even if other people don't like those decisions or they go against what you were taught or what your family wants for you. Whatever it is, you need to be making your own decisions and stop scapegoating quote unquote life, right? As though you have no control. Now, the next thing is what's blocking that from happening. And it's interesting because the block we got is the same block card that came up two months ago in the Libra season reading. The block is spirals of manifestation. So what that tells me is we've been kind of in the same rut for a little while. This card reminds us that growth is not linear. And that's really hard for us because we experience time as linear in this 3D reality. So we are narrating our experiences to ourselves linearly before this happened. Today, this is happening. Tomorrow, this is going to happen. But that's not really how manifestation works. Based on the first card that came up of what's happening, the way that I'm feeling this card right now is that you're telling yourself you have to do things in a certain order or that you have to wrap up certain obligations or commitments before you can make changes in your life, right? You're like, well, I can't, I'm going to quit this job so that I have more time to start my own business, but I can't do that for eight months or I can't do that until this happens or I need to do all these things for other people before I can go do them. No, you don't. You do not. Um, You're telling yourself a story that is prolonging your liberation. And uh, no, the order that you're setting in your head might just be arbitrary or you're like making rules for yourself that are going to keep you in this rut and you don't actually have to do that. And yeah, that might mean that you have to back out of things you said you were going to do sorry, right? It might mean that people are disappointed or they're upset. Like they have their own life to live. You're, that's not your responsibility. Your only responsibility is your path, your life. That's who you're accountable to. That's whose brain you have to live inside. So even if those other people are upset, they are grown ups and they can handle it. You don't have to absorb those consequences for them. 
So because you're putting off what you want to do and you're telling yourself, oh, I can't go after what I want to do until I X, Y, Z, you're feeling like you might be feeling right. Like you're even farther from what you want than you've ever been. And that's because your goal, the thing you want, the thing you're trying to, to go after, it actually isn't right in front of you. It's on a spiral. It's on a curved path, right? It's just around the corner. So you're looking straight ahead and you're like, oh, I can't see it. So it must be so far away that it's going to take forever, but it's actually like to the right or to the left. There's some creativity. There's a zig instead of a zag, or there's a zigzag instead of a straight line. There's, it's much closer than you think, but it is not in the linear path that you've set out for yourself. You're being asked, the block is that you're trying to be so linear and so rational and be like, it's got to be one thing at a time. And you're being asked to let go of that and step into a little bit more trust and a little bit more creativity. The other thing to remember, if we're like, maybe if we're rushing things, um, or if we are mm, like holding ourselves in a pattern where we're going to get stuck for too long. We're not the only person involved in making our manifestation happen. There are opportunities and connections and collaborations and support that we need from other people. And we can only get those when we're making the moves that we need to make. So maybe that's about going out and finding someone else who can take over some of these obligations for you. And in the process of doing that, you're going to stumble into some new opportunities that you might not have stumbled into. Um, Maybe it's about um, letting your boss know that like by January 6th, you're leaving, whether they figure things out or not. And then you're going to find some new opportunities. Like, but whatever it is, you're right now thinking you have to do it all yourself. And because you have to do it all yourself, it's going to take a long time. Let other people help you. Let other people be involved. Open up and tell more people about what you're trying to do so that you can get more support. The vibe of this block is that whatever's going on, you're just feeling super stuck and rigid about this like logical progression and also feeling like you have to see to believe, like you have to be able to know how it's going to happen in order to make any kind of moves and you don't and you can't. You have to make the moves first and like let some things shake up. So if you can drop that and be a little bit more open to flow and trust and trusting that like a curvy path can be just as beneficial as a linear path, things will start to open up for you. The other thing about this card is that it's an encouragement to pay attention to synchronicities, chance meetings, things that might feel kind of random, um, but they are signs that you are on the right path. You're on the right time. The thing that you're looking for is just around the bend and it's time for you to make some damn moves. So if you can do that, if you can start letting go of the feeling that you have to do everything yourself and it has to be this long drawn out process, what will be the gift? The gift is relax, uh, sorry, relax the hold of darkness and be at cause. This card says that we are being just catapulted. <laughs> if we do this, if we like let go of the idea that it has to be linear and we have to control every single step. We have to do it all by ourselves. We will be catapulted into a higher voltage of reality than the one that we're currently living in. So maybe you've been like stuck in a rut 
you've been in the same holding pattern for a really long time. You've been at your job for a really long time. You've been in these relationships in this way for a really long time. And so you're at this kind of like low hum of reality. This change is going to feel very high voltage, very electric, very big. And you need to know that that requires courage. You're being asked to act differently. And you are, especially based on these cards, being asked to act differently in your relationships, to stand up for yourself, to advocate for yourself, to to draw a circle around the things that are sacred to you, aka a boundary, and say like, hey, I can't do this thing you need me to do because I need to work on my music. I can't go where you want me to go because I have to work on my business. I can't stay late one more day because I have other shit to do, right? And so that's going to be really scary for you to start advocating for yourself if you're not used to doing that. If you have a history of people pleasing or putting yourself last or putting off your own projects or not putting yourself in the spotlight, everything about this is going to feel scary. That doesn't mean it's wrong. Courage is required. And courage means doing the scary thing when you don't feel ready, not waiting until you're not scared anymore. That's never going to happen. It's always going to be scary to do new shit. So you're being asked to allow yourself to be lifted from the current way you're living your life and deposited into this new way of being. And this requires more trust from you, my babies with the trust issues, with the traumas, right? Like we need to trust a little bit more. Our desire to control everything and do everything ourselves and be hyper independent and not like bother anybody and feel like we have to put ourselves last and squeeze our entire life into a little tiny box and not take up any space. All of that is trauma. So whatever work you need to do, whatever help you need to work through that so that you can do what you need to do, fucking do it. You need to be able to trust life a little bit more. You need to be able to trust other people a little bit more. You need to be able to surrender to the universe, to God, so that life can happen to you and through you more quickly and beautifully and boldly than we have experienced thus far by trying to control everything ourselves. In order to access this reality, you're going to have to make a leap. And there are going to be people who think it's crazy for you to do that, right? You're going to have to, like, right, quitting your job or telling people no or standing up for yourself, whatever it is, there are going to be people who probably think that you're being really weird and you just have to, like, be okay with that and let them judge you and let them not like it and let them think that you are doing something irrational. That's what it means to trust your own self and your own life is that other people aren't going to get it. Once again, they're adults. They don't need to get it. That's not your job. Let them think whatever they want. Focus on you. You're going to have to leave behind the weight of being mired all the time in procrastination and hesitating and self-doubt and talking yourself out of everything and second-guessing yourself. And to do that, to let go of that, it's going to feel so vulnerable. It's going to feel so different than you've ever felt before. And you're going to wonder, like, how am I going to play it safe? If I give up my fear, if I stop second guessing myself all the time, how am I going to keep myself small? How am I going to function in my little tiny box if I'm not people pleasing all the time? And if I'm not, you know, like giving up all my time and giving up everything I want in order to do what other people want, how will I keep holding myself back? Yeah, that's right. You won't. You won't keep holding yourself back. That's why it's scary. And once you're not holding yourself back anymore, right? Right then what happens? 
Picture it right now. Someone's holding you back from what? From this path, from running out into the world, from greeting whatever is out there because you're afraid that whatever is out there is bad. But what if it's amazing? Yeah, some of it might suck, but some of it might be fucking bomb and you're missing it all because you're afraid that all of it's going to be bad. All of it's not going to be bad. Life is wild, but it is also wise. There is a natural process of growth and evolution in life where all things mature in seasonal cycles and right timing. You're part of that, not separate from it. You are meant to change. You're not supposed to stay the same in the same spot forever. You're meant to grow. So if you're holding yourself back from growing in your relationships, in your life, in your career, because you're scared, you got to let that go. It's time. You are being invited into a new season of evolution and it's going to feel really exciting and it's also going to be challenging and it's going to be scary and the hold of darkness is going to try to get you to quit and tell you that you're not capable and that it's too much for you and that life is too scary and that you can't do it and it's going to try to get you to make a bunch of excuses of how it's not a good idea and your desires are too flaky or that this isn't realistic and all of that is fear not truth. Don't listen. It's time to move before you're ready. Even if people think that you seem nuts, this is about acting on and affirming your own intuition, your own gut instincts. You're being called to create like someone who is mad right? Completely free and from the heart, just create without fear of judgment right before you know what to write. Speak about your work, not hide away until it's perfect. This is about allowing yourself to be seen in the world as you are right now. Even if you feel so scared to do it, it's time to let go of the idea that you are not enough or that the work is not enough or not worthy or that it has to be quote unquote the best ever before it can be seen, whatever that means. The idea that you have to be perfect before you deserve a place in the world is fucking bullshit. It is time to let yourself be part of nature, part of life, witnessed and imperfect. It is time. Leap. Your guidance for dealing with others during this time is to bring it into form. It's time to make the shit. It's time to make the shit. You are a dreamer and an ideas person, and you have so many ideas. But here's the thing. The world doesn't just need your ideas. It needs your creations. It needs your work. It is time to get to your desk, to your easel, to your instrument, to your computer, to your studio. It's time to get to work. Not just dreaming about it, not just thinking about it, not just talking about doing it someday. It is time to make the shit. You are being asked to honor your commitment to complete your inspired tasks. Honor yourself with a commitment to complete your inspired tasks. These ideas that you have, they're being given to you. And you need to honor yourself and your muse by committing to completing them. This is going to help you grow. And that on its own is a wonderful reason to commit. And another reason is that the rest of the world will benefit from these creations. So if you've been thinking about writing a book or making a piece of art, starting a business, this card is saying like, yeah, 
Do it now. No more waiting. No more hesitation. The universe will match your donation. It always does. So if you start making stuff and you really start making moves and creating cooperative components will show up to meet you, but they're not going to come do the work for you, right? Like a lot of times we're waiting for something to show us we're going to be successful before we're willing to put ourselves out there. doesn't work like that. You make the donation, then you get matched. You put some work in and then other people, other cooperative components, the money, the opportunities, they will show up, right? In business, we don't, clients don't show up and say, Hey, can you tell us how to give you money? That's not how it works. You have to create an offer and you have to put it out. And then they're like, Oh great, here, I will pay for that. But we have to put ourselves out there in order to get the return that we're looking for, right? It's that dollar for dollar challenge on NPR. We have to raise the $5,000 in order for the sponsor to give us the $5,000. We've got to do the work first. This card also talks about the grief of creation, which is that like the thing that we make is never as perfect as the vision of it in our heads. And for a lot of us, the reason that we don't start is because we just have a really fucking low failure tolerance. And I'm going to be doing a lot of work about that in December. Uh, I have an event, a free event in December that's going to come out on the solstice called the Gifted Kid to Struggling Entrepreneur Pipeline. Definitely make sure that you are on the email list so that you can come to that. But really what happens, my former gifted kids, is that we have like an incredibly low failure tolerance. We don't want to be bad at things. Um, perfectionism, histories of bullying. There are so many reasons why we don't want to be bad at things. And the idea that like, oh, I have this idea in my head and I know that my first draft is not going to be as perfect as my idea is like really hard for us. There's no way around that. But we cannot hold back on creating the first draft just because we're so afraid of dealing with the fact that it's not going to be as perfect as the vision we have in our head. We need to expand our failure tolerance. We need to be able to just try and be like, that's not quite it. That's not quite it. That's not quite it. And keep working on stuff until we get it. We need to be more open to the iterative process of creation and know that like your first offer in your business is not going to be great. And your first launch is probably not going to make $150,000. And your first time writing a novel may not make it on the New York Times bestseller list. And that's not a reason not to fucking do it. And so if you're hesitating on creating because you kind of know that like the first draft won't be as good as the thing in your head, whatever it is that you need to do to get over that, you have to get over it because you have to make the first draft in order to get to the finished draft. If I could figure out a way to skip that, I would tell you, but unfortunately I haven't found it yet. You just have to make the first draft in order to get to the finished draft. Sorry. The other sacrifice that may be being referenced here based on the first card is that when you start prioritizing your work and what you want to do and your own time, it's probably going to take some time away from some of the things that you've been doing, right? Or some of the people in your life. And that might cause some shifts in your relationships, maybe even some endings. That's okay. Do it anyway. This oracle also confirms that 
any information that you need, any help that you need in order to bring this idea into form is going to come for you, going to be provided. It might not come by traditional routes. Again, based on the second card, it might not be right in front of you. You might not know the person yet, or you might not know where this is going to come from, this information that you need. Um, even if you can't figure it out right now, don't worry about that. When it is time for something to be brought into the world, when it's time for your work to be brought into form, it's going to be. It's inevitable. So just start making stuff and trust that when you start, all of the things that you need to get it done are going to show up and support you. The message from your higher self and your spirit guides right now on this failure tolerance thing, every journey starts with a single step. This is an internal journey that expresses outward. So this journey about learning how to advocate for yourself and learning how to stand up for the things that you really want, learning to prioritize your own art, your own creations, your own projects, your own desires. This is also about fulfilling your destiny in this lifetime. Your journey is starting on the inside, but its destination is a physical expression of your healing and your growth. This journey is going to draw upon everything you've learned and mastered over the course of your entire life to the point that you might feel like all of your life's experiences have been leading up to this moment. They have. Your guides want you to know that you have everything you need inside you. And I want to reiterate inside you, not around you, inside you. It is not a time to worry about what you're going to take with you and what you're going to leave behind. You need to pack light. So because so much of this is about relationships, if you've been worried that if you were to really go after what you want and prioritize yourself, you'd lose some people or you'd lose some relationships, and you may lose some stability, right? Whatever it is you're afraid you're going to lose if you make this change, lose it. Leave it behind. You're actually not meant to carry it with you. You're going to be surprised at just how much you can actually leave behind and you're not going to feel anxious at all once you get going, right? We're so scared to give this up from the position we're in now, but once we get on the road, we're not going to miss it at all. You're going to be able to travel much farther and far lighter than you really imagined possible if you're willing to start taking some steps toward what you want. You need to have a light heart for this, right? The realization that change can be a blessing. Even if what you're leaving behind is something secure and familiar and comforting, you're ready to leave it behind. You're ready to leave behind what was and embrace something that's more appropriate for you at this time, right? We talked about this in the um, in the card about the gift, right? Relaxing the hold of darkness and being at cause. This idea of like not holding yourself back anymore so you can step into the next phase of growth in life. Um, where you were was good. And sometimes that makes it hard for us to grow because we're like, but this was good. Yeah, it was good. But that doesn't mean it's meant to be forever. 
We're meant to grow. We're designed for growth. You're alive so that you can keep having new experiences. And there's, even if what you had was good for who you were when you got there, you're somebody else now. You've changed. And so there's something more appropriate for you out there and you got to go get it. So don't get caught up in scarcity. Don't be thinking about all of the things you're leaving behind. Turn your focus around and look forward and think about all there is that you have yet to experience. So much of this journey and any journey is about the unknown. And a lot of us fool ourselves into thinking that if we stay where we are, we won't have to deal with any scariness of the unknown. But that's not real. That's an illusion, right? You can stay at a company for 20 years and walk in one day and they've laid off your whole department. Staying somewhere out of fear of the unknown doesn't guarantee you that you're going to be protected from unexpected things happening. That's not true. You are just as likely to encounter the unexpected trotting this well-worn familiar path as you are going off in a new direction. Familiar paths don't guarantee that you will never have any unexpected surprises. We've got to get out of that, um, uh, the fallacy that we tell ourselves, oh, if I just stay here, I'll be safe. No, we can't control anything no matter where we are, no matter what we do. Whether we go somewhere new or stay in a familiar place, we can't ever control what's going to happen. We never really know what is going to occur. So we might as well go after what we want with an open heart. The journey itself is a spiritual gift. It is an invitation from God, from the universe, towards something that you would not have otherwise found if you stayed where you are. You're not supposed to know all the details or how it's going to all work out before you start. And back to these other cards, right? This fear of like, I can't tell how it's all going to go and I want proof that it's going to be successful, whatever that means, whatever your weird, I hate to say weird, but sometimes we get into this thing that like, it's only successful if I make a million dollars or, you know, a relationship is only successful if it ends in marriage and it lasts forever, right? Like we have this, this idea of what, what it would mean to be successful. And if we don't have a hundred percent guarantee that we're going to get that outcome, we're like scared to try anything. And so we hold ourselves in this knot we got to let the fuck go of that. We're, I know that we're trying to keep ourselves safe. That's what's happening, right? We're trying to keep ourselves safe, but we're not, right? We're not protecting ourselves by trapping ourselves in stasis. It's all a logical fallacy. Most of the time, it's a trauma response. Get some fucking therapy. Get a coach. Get some help. Get out of it. You need to change. You need to feel safe to grow in your life. You're not supposed to know how everything's gonna work out from the beginning. You're just supposed to commit to taking one step and then the next step and then the next step so that you can receive all the gifts that are headed your way and meet all the people that you're meant to meet. Stop being such a damn control freak. This card also comes with the guidance that the small steps you're taking right now in an area of your life are so much more, excuse me, powerful and constructive than you realize. So there's something that's gaining ground right now and the effect is not gonna be immediately obvious, but that doesn't mean it's not happening. Uh, And again, with my, uh, those of us who get very attached to like, oh, it's not happening fast enough, that spirals of manifestation card, it's not happening immediately and so I wanna give up. It's not perfect the first time, so I wanna quit expanding our failure tolerance. 
one step, then another, then another with trust that the physical manifestations of the work are going to show up. We just need to keep going in order to get them to show up. You have all the resources you need inside you. Just be willing to take it a step at a time. Your guidance for bringing this process into practical manifestation in your life. Y'all, if we get this card again, I'm going to throw us all out the window. Defenestration. This is too much. We keep getting this card. (sighs) Release the dark wound and let love live. Perfectionism. We got to let it go. We got to stop the perfectionism. That is the only way we can do all of this. We're not going to be perfect in our relationships. By sacrificing ourselves. we can't guarantee that everyone's going to love us perfectly and that we're always going to be safe. By giving up what we want, we can't guarantee that everyone's going to take care of us and we're always going to be safe. By giving all of our time over to things that make money, we're not going to guarantee that we're always going to be safe. Whatever it is that we think that we can do to control everything around us so that we're always going to be safe, we're not. We're not always going to be safe, but we're always going to be okay. We're going to make it until we don't, and we're all going to fucking die. So why are we, what are we trying to protect ourselves from? would be we're all going to die. You know, like I just, I hate to remind us of that, but it is really important, right? Like what are we trying to be so safe from? We're all ending in the same spot. This perfectionism is about killing something before it's born, before it has a chance to live. This is about demanding perfection and denying process. You're so worried about getting bad reviews on a book you haven't even written an outline for. You're worried you're not going to get enough streams on a song you haven't started writing yet. You're deciding that you're not going to get any clients or make any money before you've put together your first offer in your business yet. You are killing the project before you've started it in your head. You're not letting yourself go all in. You're deciding that you're not good enough and the work isn't good enough before you've even started it. And you're not even trying hard enough to let yourself find out. You've got to let go of the death grip that perfectionism has on your life and your creativity and your relationships. You're not always going to be a perfect friend and a perfect partner and a perfect family member to everyone. And guess what? Even if you were, some people would be mad at you. We can't stop that from happening. We're not going to be able to make a piece of art so perfect that every person in the world likes it. Perfectionism is not saving us from anything except like having fun. That's all it's saving us from. That's what your perfection is saving you from, from having fucking fun and enjoying yourself and getting to experience your own creativity. Why? Uh, Ah, it makes me frustrated. I'm sick of us all getting this card. Your ideas deserve to have a life. They deserve to breathe the air. They deserve to be experienced by you and by other people. You deserve to let yourself have a life. Love is abundant and creative and inspiring. And it is so much more fun than living our life in fear and scarcity and trying to stay in a little tiny knot to protect ourselves. And 
Like, wouldn't you like to know what it's like to live the path of your own love and your own inspiration and what it feels like to go after what feels exciting and joyful to you with a whole open heart, even when you're scared, rather than living a tiny knot of fear and compromising what you want and a false belief of your own unworthiness. Doesn't going after love sound more fun? And like, isn't it worth doing just because it would be more enjoyable? Isn't it? Ah, fire season makes me hype, guys, but for real. I want you to think about how many artists out there nearly trashed their project that changed your life. The book that you loved, the song that you love because they were doubting themselves or they were uncertain that it was good enough or they didn't think it would get published. They were struggling to believe in themselves. You nearly didn't get that piece of art in your life because of their fear. And now consider how many times that has happened where there was work that was meant to be in the world and meant to light up your life, but it wasn't saved and it wasn't allowed to live because someone got too scared and they trashed it. And now think about you being that artist, you being that creator. You've got somebody's favorite something inside you right now. Are you going to not let them have it? Are you going to not let you have it because you're scared that it's not going to be perfect? It's not going to be perfect. You don't have to be afraid of it. Congratulations. I spoiled the ending. It's not going to be perfect and everyone's not going to love it. And sometimes people are going to get mad at us and we're all going to die. So we might as well do whatever the fuck we want. (laughs) Really cheerful, but for real, that is freedom. Getting over the idea that we have to be perfect and everyone has to like us all the time and we have to try to keep ourselves safe from ever incurring any negative consequences. Once we let go of that, we actually get to start living. Whether your project is designed to make a lot of money and be commercially successful or make a huge impact in the world, or it's just meant to be your creation for your own growth and healing, it still needs to be allowed to live without judgment and without criticism, without premature evaluation. It must be allowed to be what it is. And only time and love and patience and attention are going to be able to reveal what it's meant to be. But it has to be given that time and that love and that patience and that attention. It deserves that from you. You deserve that from you. Your creativity deserves that from you. And I also just want to like shout out to Big Daddy Capitalism right here because sometimes we really get into thinking that if something isn't commercially successful and doesn't make a million dollars, then it doesn't deserve to live. If a relationship doesn't end in marriage, then it didn't deserve to exist, right? That everything has to be something huge in order to be allowed to be. And that's not fair. And it's not true. The thing that I think about with this card also is like, like if you're, you know, you have a little baby and you're like, planning that the baby's going to go to an Ivy League school and that the baby's life is only valuable if they're going to like go to Yale and then be a lawyer and like you're putting all of your personal hopes on like the idea of this kid's life right as opposed to just like I want this kid to be like healthy and happy and I'm just going to follow its interests and whatever this kid wants to be is great but I'm not going to know what this kid wants to be in the world unless I just love them and nurture them and give them attention and help them survive this shit show of a universe and fucking grow up. 
That's my only job is to help it grow up and let it reveal itself to me rather than putting all this pressure on the damn baby. That's what we're doing with our art sometimes, with our creativity. We're putting so much pressure on the baby rather than just like letting it reveal itself to us, giving it love, giving it nurturing, giving it time and seeing what it's going to be, letting it have its own life in the world. It deserves to have its own life without you putting all of this pressure on it. I don't have any children, but I have lots of art babies out here doing their own thing. (laughs) And some of them are commercially viable and some of them aren't, and I'm still glad that all of them exist. All right. So what is the shadow of this? It's soul work. This card is about getting so sucked in to the humdrum navigation of daily life that we lose sight of our highest purpose on earth. What is your soul purpose? What is your soul purpose? Now, it's not possible to be derailed from your soul path, no matter where you are. uh, What is meant for you is still going to be yours. You're not late, you're not early, your path is right, you're just on time. But clarity does help us show up for our soul purpose in a more intentional way. And again, capitalism is designed to keep us so wrapped up in the day-to-day that we don't go after our sole purpose. And so it does take intentionality to unplug from certain demands and from letting ourselves get so sucked into all of the demands on our time that we put ourselves on the back burner. And so I want you to ask yourself the following question. Questions. Number one, what am I here to teach? Number two, what am I here to learn? And number three, what stirs my heart? Spend some time reflecting on your soul mission and make a new commitment to integrating it into your daily life. There's our reading for Sagittarius. Sorry, not sorry that I got so hyped, but I really, really care about this. I really want you to do whatever it is that you need to do. All of the work that I do in this world, aside from my own art, is about helping other people get out of their way so that we can have your creation. So this message is something I really care about. I will say one more time, if you need help, especially on stabilizing all of this stuff around being a new way in the world and setting new boundaries and taking more risks and feeling safe as you stabilize yourself in this new version of life and this new version of self. Uh, I would love to help you if you would like to have my help. I have one spot left for best year yet. You can work with me side by side. I will walk with you for all of 2023 as you make these changes. I would love to help you. You can just message me best year yet and I'll send you the details. You can be on my email list. You can send me a DM on Instagram. If you're listening on the podcast, it'll be in the show notes. However it is that you can get to me just like um, a pigeon, an owl, best year yet and I'll get you in there. Uh, I have one spot left, and if you sign up by the 30th or book a call to discuss it by the 30th, you can lock in a 14-month payment plan and a bonus month for free, and we can just get started in December and start figuring out how we're gonna tell all these motherfuckers no because you have to make your art. (laughs) 
That's our episode for today. Thank you as always for being here and for listening to the podcast. I know there are so many things that you could be doing with your time. So many things you could be listening to. It is an honor that you choose to be here. Connect with me on Instagram at intuitive edge coaching or join my Facebook group unstuck group to suggest topics or people that you'd like to hear me interview on this show. Have a great day.